repay him with gratitude. Begin to repay him with praise. Lift up your voice and bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. The Bible says, and the lifting up of our hands as an evening sacrifice, that he would receive the fruit of our lips. Give him thanks. Give him glory. What a wonderful God. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless him. Bless him. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continually be in my mouth. Give him thanks. How can I repay him? You don't have enough money. No. You don't have enough caste. What will you give him? He said, the cattle upon the thousand hills are mine. If I were hungry, would I ask you, how can I repay your God? Give him thanks. What a glorious God. Can we celebrate the choir? Do it bigger and better and better. Hallelujah.
Jesus Christ, that the voice of rejoicing shall not cease from your tabernacle in the mighty name of Jesus. Henceforth, the noise that will be heard from your end will be noise of victory in the name of Jesus. With a loud shout, the Lord will overrun your enemies. This is it in the name of Jesus. It is done. It is done. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, we ask that you accept all the praise. We ask that you please receive the worship. We ask, O oh Lord, that you give us your word. And let your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' name, 
we have prayed. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. Once again, I want to appreciate the leadership of Chapel for giving me the privilege to bring God's word to us the second time today. And all the executive here present, our mama too. The Lord bless you all in Jesus' name. Second Chronicles chapter 27 from verse 1 to 6. In the first service we handle chapter 26. Second Chronicles chapter 27 verse 1 to 6. Alright, I will take one, you take two, and then we proceed. Jotham was 25 years old when he began to reign. And he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok. Verse 2. He built the high gates of the house of the Lord and on the wall of Ophel he built much. Verse 4. He fought also with the kings of the Ammonites and prevailed against them. And the children of Ammon gave him the same year and hundred talents of silver and 10,000 measures of wheat and 10,000 of barley. So much did the children of Ammon pay unto him both the second year and the third year. Verse 6 together. So Jotham became mighty because he prepared his ways before the Lord. Beginning with God. Beginning with God. It's a continuation of the first if you can marry it in your spirit. Beginning with God. In life, we can only guarantee to an extent the end of a journey that begins only with God. I didn't say we can totally, we can only to an extent. Because there's a condition that somebody can begin with God and they not end with God. So we can only guarantee to an extent the end of anyone who begins with God. In Isaiah chapter 46, verse 3 to 4. It says, Hearken unto me, O house of Jacob, and all the remnant of the house of Israel, which are born by me from the belly, which are carried from the womb, and even to your old age, he said, I am he. And even to her heads will I carry you. I have made and I will bear and I will carry and I will deliver. So it is only the person that begins with God that has this kind of promise. That from the womb I will carry. I will bear you to your old age. I will carry you and I will deliver you. As much as we are so concerned about the end of a matter, critical also to that matter is how it begins. Every time in life and destiny is a critical input to anyone who will make the most of it. 
So the same way Uzziah began reigning at 16, his son, Jotam, also began reigning at 25. And he reigned not necessarily because his father was a king and had handed over the kingdom to him, but because he had a secret. Jotam became mighty because he prepared his ways before the Lord. What you do with your beginning will set the pace for your ending. It is often said that poor preparation will lead to poor performance. And this statement is true. For everyone that travels this part of God's kingdom, when you approach your academic poorly, don't be surprised that you fail. When you approach destiny carelessly, don't be surprised when you end up anyhow. When you approach matters of your spiritual growth carelessly, don't be surprised that Satan the devil will keep oppressing you. In fact, in families, the first child, most times, is the critical pointer to the direction every other children will follow. If the first child knows God, it is easy for everyone to follow. And if the first child is, is a wacko person, every other sibling might likely tow that line. It will only take the grace of God to pick one out. So that first fruit is critical. In your finance, it is same. Critical. In your academics, it is same. Even in seasons, it is the same. A new year has begun. How should we begin? The first month is critical. And it determines what happens in the remaining months. A new semester had begun. How did you begin? The way you start is critical. Because it will determine how you end. Can you help me touch your neighbor and tell him or her, begin with God. Begin with God. Turn to the other by your right or whichever way and tell the same person, begin with God. Why must I begin with God? Number one, because he begins all things. Why must I begin with God? Because God is the beginning of all things. Media, you help me first. Colossians chapter 1 verse 18. The Bible says, and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that all things might have, he might have the preeminence. In all things, he might have the pre, in all things, he might be the beginning. So he's the beginning, so in all things, he can be the beginning. He's the beginning of the church, the head. He's the beginning of all that are issued from death. The resurrected soul. Those that are being saved. is the beginning. So that in all things, matters related to life, destiny, whatsoever, he should also be the beginning. First John chapter 1 verse 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have had, 
which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. He said, that is what we declare. That which was from the beginning. What we are speaking is not what we planned. What we are speaking is not what we have crafted out. It is what we had received from the beginning. He is the beginning of all. Revelations chapter 1 verse 8 also portrays sin. The Bible says, I am Alpha. I begin everything that ever begins. And Omega, everything ends in me. The beginning and the ending, saith the Lord. The beginning and the ending. So why must I begin my life with you? Why must I begin the semester with you? Why should I begin the year with you? Because from time immemorial, you were the beginning of all. Number two, why must I begin with God? Because he both knows the way and he has the destination. He both knows the way and he has the destination. In the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. The Bible says, Then Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Don't follow me because I just follow me because I know the way. Follow me because I also know where this journey will end. John chapter 14. John chapter 14, verse 6. And Jesus said unto them, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man would ever reach the destination of being with the Father but by me. And many other scriptures we have in, you know, that buttresses those points. Because he knows the way and he has the destiny. You know the way that I take. All my members, the whole of my frame, was written in your book in the time I was wrought in eternity. The meaning of that statement is your future is captured in his history. The result you are looking for in school, he has it recorded in his history. Your tomorrow is in his yesterday. That is why you must follow him. Because if my tomorrow is in his yesterday, he has been there before, right? It, it is easy for him to show me the way. They used to say, follow who no road. Right? Tell your neighbor, follow who no road. And there is only one person that actually knows the road. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No matter the road you follow, if it's the father that you will reach him, except I take you. Are you following me now? He knows the way you take. And he knows the destination you desire. That is why you must begin the journey with him. He knows your expectation this semester. He knows how to give it to you. That is how you, why you must begin with him. He understands your spiritual needs. He understands your financial needs. He understands your material needs. 
That is why you must begin with him. I wonder why Peter, a fisherman at large scale with boats, will abandon everything and follow Jesus. And for once, he has never complained that there's no food in his house. Are you following me? Why Matthew the tax collector? Bible says he was at the office of the custom receipt. Let us imagine that was real custom. Okay, he was a custom officer. You know what he would have left in this Nigeria eh? to follow Jesus. Yet there was it was never recorded, sir, that a regretful statement was made with regards to the action of following a man that, in fact, I'm sure is far younger than them. A man I just met. The sons of Zebedee, James, and John were in the boat with their father and he passed and he told them, follow me. And the people were supposed to be the next CEOs, the next heirs to the father's inheritance, left everything and followed a man they just saw by the sea. Every one of them who took such decisions ended at the right destination. Every one of them who took such decisions did not miss their way. He bought them with the time. He led them the way they ought to go. And that's why I'm telling you this morning. With all the expectations you have for this semester, with all the plans you have for this day, you need to follow the one that knows the way and the one that has destination. Praise God. Why must I follow God? Why should I begin with God number three? Because with God nothing shall be impossible. With God nothing shall be impossible. Luke chapter 1 verse 30. Luke 1 verse 37, 37. The angel said unto Mary, For with God nothing shall be impossible. Chapter 18, verse 27. Chapter 18, verse 27. Okay. And he said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Why should I begin with you? Because with you, nothing shall be impossible. Your goals, your plan, your dreams, your aspirations are only possible with God. Hallelujah. There are certain results in your life that you may be trusting God for. Certain possibilities that you are expecting to be manifested. It is only possible with God. That A, that academic excellence, that realm of financial supply, that dimension in the spirit that has caught your attention, it doesn't matter how hard you try. The best of what will happen to you is frustration. Because if you are a man, he says it is impossible with men. But with God. So in John chapter 3 verse 2 also, John chapter 3 verse 2 
seeing what Jesus did the Bible says the same the rulers now came to Jesus by night Nicodemus and said unto him Rabbi we know that thou art a teacher come from God for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him no man a lecturer can be with you a senator an uncle and on somewhere can be with you but you see that destiny you are desiring you see that plans and aspiration you have for the year it is only possible with god because even the person you are depending on is depending on another person who is also depending on another person that is depending on another person and it continues only god can do what is impossible with men and so Jotam had this understanding in Second Chronicles chapter 27 where we read and the Bible made us to understand that he began by preparing his ways before the Lord and he became mighty not because his father was a king not because his father had already made provisions for him but because he prepared he prepared he prepared his ways before the Lord his God. He didn't prepare his he didn't plan his budget based on his finance. He didn't desire academic excellence because of the gray matter he carries. Praise God. This statement I said, someone said it to me. My HOD in those days called me to his office. Someone had annoyed him from a class he fixed. No, this is what happened. Let's assume that class was on a Tuesday, right? His class was on Tuesday. So he now fixed a class for Thursday. Alright, so when he came to his class on Tuesday, a student annoyed him and he walked out and he left. So by Thursday, for the fixed class, we already knew he, he was not going to come. And so one of those is, as I came that morning, I was walking past through the department, the aisle, and he called me. He said, Papa, come, come, come. And I entered his office. He said, why didn't you come and apologize to me, even when your colleagues? I said, well, sir, I would have loved to, but I needed you to be at peace. He said, no, it shouldn't be done that way. I said, you know, say, look at we are even supposed to have a class now. And you are not there. Nobody. I told him, sir, it's a fixed class. And I brought out a book. I said, this is my schedule for today. By this time, I'm supposed to be in this place. I was chapter representative then. By this time, I'm supposed to be in this place. By this time, your class is not my schedule. Because it's a fixed class. And the man kept quiet and looked at me. He says, it is one thing, this is where he states, it is one thing for a child to respect an elder. It is another thing for an elder to respect a child. And he says, David, I respect you not because of the gray matter, not because you are intelligent, but I've seen something different about you. With God. With God. With God. Jotam was different. Not because of his many qualifications or skills. Jotam was mighty. 
Not because he came from an influential background. Or because as we read in chapter 26 in the first service, his father had prepared machines and engines and had built cities. No. The father played his part. And Jotham came and he told himself, I also must prepare my way before the Lord. I must begin with God. Do you have an expectation? Do you have a desire? Just like Jotham, if you must be mighty and realize that result, you must prepare to begin with God. And so the question is, how can I begin with God? How can I begin with God? Number one, you begin with God with the sacrifice of waiting. The sacrifice of waiting. Numbers chapter 10. Numbers chapter 10, verse 10. The Bible says, Also in the day of your gladness and in your solemn days, and in the beginnings of your months, take note of that, ye shall blow with the trumpet over your burnt offering, and over the sacrifice of your peace offering, that they may be to you for a memorial before God. Emphasis is memorial. Begin with a sacrifice. A sacrifice to wait and understand from the one who knows the beginning what the end will look like. Begin with a sacrifice to sit down and hear the voice of God to know the direction you ought to take. Are you following me? The church has begun with a sacrifice of prayer and fasting so that the remaining days of the years he will lead us. My question to you is upon resumption now, how are you beginning? Have you positioned yourself with a sacrifice, especially with waiting? Maybe you don't understand what waiting does. Isaiah chapter 64. Isaiah 64 verse 4. The Bible says, for, for since the beginning of the world, men have not heard, nor perceived by the ears, neither had the eyes seen, O God, beside thee, what he has prepared for who? He that wait. They have not seen it. They have not heard it. They don't even understand. They have perceived it. What God has prepared for the one who will wait, who will decide to pay that sacrifice. 21 days is hard, but I will sacrifice it to wait. Praise God. Fasting is hard. I believe it is called a sacrifice because something is, your body is burning. But I'm deciding to sacrifice it just so I can begin with God. Is hard work, but let me sacrifice it so I can begin with God. So, Bible says, since time began, people don't know what is in waiting, people don't know what has been prepared for those that can wait. Praise God. So, how do I begin with God? Number one, in the sacrifice of waiting, waiting. 
when you say Jotem, you don't prepare hastily. In fact, the word preparation has in it weight. He prepared his ways. Number two, how can I begin with God? This is my secret I want to share. You begin with God with a seed. You begin with a seed. Every time you come to the end of a season and the beginning of a new one, if you are wise, you will begin with a seed. In Exodus chapter 2, chapter 12, chapter 12, verse 2. He said, this month shall be unto you the beginning of months. With particular emphasis, this month, the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. And if you study that chapter 2, he began giving them criteria of things to bring, to offer a seed for the beginning of months. I want to begin... 2022. I don't just shout, Hallelujah, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. And I step in. It will be risky for me. Now, I'm sharing you my secret. I want to begin something that is totally new. I don't just step in, I put a seed. I believe that's where many people have the first fruit idea. Right? I want to begin a new semester. I don't just step in carelessly. I step in with a seed. I don't know what seed means to you. But I also have my own meaning. The way God will explain seed to you is left for you. I begin with a seed. One man pioneered that until tomorrow. God cannot do anything. His name is Noah. Genesis chapter 8. Verse 18 to 22. Noah. God had destroyed the earth. God had scattered everything. And immediately Noah, okay, and immediately Noah went forth with his sons and with his wife and with his son's wife, verse 19. He, okay, and everything went out, verse 20. Noah, the first thing he did was to build an altar unto the Lord. And he took every clean beast, everything and offered. And from that day a son covenant God swore was upon the earth. When you step into a new thing, begin with a seed. Raise an altar. How you can begin with God is what I'm telling you. So when I get a new job, I know how to enforce the job to stay. When I come into a new semester and I desire excellence in that semester, I know how to break in and how to begin it. When I cross into a new year, whether by age, numerically as a person, or in season as we have crossed over, I know how to enter it, sir. Don't enter carelessly. Enter with a seed. It's a secret can take it. So number one, how do you begin with God? With 
sacrifice of waiting. Number two, with a seed. Number three, with the offer of his salvation. With the offer of his salvation. Again, the word of God to the church is salvation is free. It came very early so that you know how to begin very early. In Acts chapter 2, verse 37 to 38, after that Peter had preached, the Bible says, Now their hearts were pricked, and they said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? What shall we do? And Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So, what shall I do? Accept salvation. You see how I arranged it? Actually, it is the first. Even though it is coming as the third. Salvation is free. Don't just shout it. Accept it. That is how to begin with God. Don't just chorus it. Accept it. And it is on the strength of your acceptance that your sacrifice will make sense. That your seed will make sense. Praise God. We had said in our service that it is one thing for God to know you or for you to know God. It is another thing for God to know you. He can only know you when you have accepted salvation. Some people went and offered incense. And God called it strange incense. It's not regular. It's strange. Strange. Because he does not know them. He knows someone whose duty was to do that. And they went. You know what happened to them? The earth opened and swallowed them. So when you accept salvation, the ye cannot swallow you. When you accept salvation, the semester cannot swallow you. When you accept salvation, that plan, that purpose, that desire you have at heart cannot overwhelm you. Are you following me? So, that man sang a song. He said, born, born, born again. Thank God. I'm born again. And I kept asking myself, I hope as we are shouting so, this thing, now so it be. Praise God. So in case you are also here under the sound of my voice, and you are telling God, I have resumed fully, and I want to begin with you. I'm telling you this morning that you must begin with salvation. And this time God is throwing it out for free. That if you ever test, if you ever desire, come. And every other thing you will do after the beginning of beginnings will have meaning. Rest your feet. Uzziah was marvelously helped. Jotam prepared his ways. I don't know how many of you here this morning want to prepare your way before God. You want to prepare it. You want to prepare. Before the fire of God fell on the altar, 
during the contention of Elijah with the prophet of Baal. The Bible says he first prepared the broken altars. He arranged the stones. The prophets, they were there shouting since morning. And then the man came. When he came, the first thing he did was to arrange all. He prepared the altar. He now laid wood accordingly before he laid the sacrifice. You must prepare. I don't know what is your expectation this season. I don't know what is your desire this season. But I'd like you to lift up your voice now to God and tell him, Oh Lord, from now, I want to prepare the year. It is not late. You are still in January. From now, I want to prepare the semester. It's not late. This is just the third week, I believe. Talk to him. I want to begin by accepting your offer of salvation. I want to begin by accepting your offer of salvation. You want to serve God, but you don't understand what is operational in your system. Paul said, oh wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me? If you talk to him now, he can prepare you well. Be sure you are speaking with God. Tell him I want to accept the offer of salvation. Maybe I've accepted a part and I've despised some other. I want to embrace it totally. Every condition in salvation, I want to accept it. Because I don't know my end. Because I am aware that no man can help me. Because without you, I can do nothing. So I want to accept your offer. Because my tomorrow is in you. So that you can accept my sacrifice of praise and prayer. So that you can accept my sacrifices and offerings. And whatever seed it is that I am giving you, I accept your offer of salvation. And tell him, and by accepting, I declare this morning that anything that will take me away from it, I turn my back. I turn my back from anybody, any lifestyle, any attitude that will take me away from this offer. I turn my back. I turn my back. I turn my back.
Jesus Christ. Loud and clear say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, in this season, I ask that you take preeminence of my life and my destiny. Again, say, Father, in the name of Jesus, in this season, I ask that you take preeminence of my life and my destiny. Lift up your voice and talk to him. I want to put you in front of everything. I want to put you in front of my academics. I want to put you in front of my spiritual pursuit. I want to put you in front of my career. Become Lord of all. Be preeminent of all. Talk to him. Briadia da Babritiki so many andabras. Embokote Kemela Kapai. And Jotan became mighty. Just because he prepared his way before the Lord is gone. Can you prepare your way? Tell him, Lord, I'm making room for you. Come and become preeminence in all. Is somebody talking to God? 
Akole pena simala kabros. Jebele keto simala tai. Hamindo kopras kavavala hasisa. Telling my lay my academics before you. In this new season, I present 2022 before you. Habena komena suvai. I present my spiritual life. I present my finance. I present my health. Come and take preeminence. To him, come and take preeminence in my family. I make room for you. I make room for you. You may not be the first, but this morning God has given you the mandate to do so. I make room for you. Valo Simaka Pras Saboto Komena Kabala Tabalakina Bronda Safra Digeleketona Sabila. Be first of all. Be my alpha. Be my beginning. In this semester, be the beginning of God. In 2022, have the preeminence. Tell him my wisdom will fail me. My intellects are limited. My skills are too small. Lord, come and lead. And I will follow. follow, we will follow. We will follow as you are leading. I'll put you in front, in front of my, you are all that matters, you are all that matters. I've made room for two. Him. 
Father, behold your people. They are lifting up their hands now as a sign of surrendering concerning their lives and destiny, concerning the year, concerning the semester, concerning any beginning in their life. I ask in the name of Jesus that you hold their hand. In the mighty name of Jesus, let every hand lifted up in this place this morning not drop down in shame. In the mighty name of Jesus, I decree, even as you have decided that the Lord will begin all for you, that the mandate and the power to go forward comes upon you now in the mighty name of Jesus. Every opposition on your way, he said, I will go before you. I will make the crooked way straight. I will break in pieces the gate of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron. As your hands are lifted up, I decree the Lord will go before you. In the mighty name of Jesus, he will lift up every opposition on your way. In this season, in the mighty name of Jesus, everything that looks impossible, every plan you have that looks impossible, every desire that looks impossible, I decree as the Lord of hosts live it. In this season, it shall be accomplished. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Lord will give you a testimony of fulfillment. And in it, you will know that God has gone ahead of you. I declare it so in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Can you lift up your hands and give him thanks? Bless him. I'll put you in front. Can you appreciate you? You are all that matters. I'm a man of one too. 